I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, new Assassin's Creed. Now, I've not thought about Assassin's Creed in a little while, so it seems like we're overdue some new information as to potentially this year's game. Um, now, we knew that new, the new Assassin's Creed was going to be called Rift. That was the next game in the series that was leaked back in February by Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. Um, however, in response to ACG's Jeremy Penter tweeting that the game will have an Aztec setting, Schreier then replied on Reddit saying that the game is set in Baghdad, something that wasn't in the initial report and um, he also reiterates that the game is coming before assassin's creed infinity which in his report um, means either later this year or 2023 and that infinity is gearing up to include and i quote a bunch of different games slash experiences slash biomes slash whatever you want to call them and um, so we can get to that in a little bit but what do you think about assassin's creed rift as the next thing it's an interesting decision, isn't it? And it feels like more of a business decision than a creative decision because mm. it feels like Ubisoft can't go without, can't go like three or four years without having some kind of new Assassin's Creed game. You know, in the original report, they said that it was originally an expansion for Valhalla and now mm. it has been kind of spun off into its brand new uh, isolated game. And that's cool, but by the sounds of it, with the Baghdad setting, with uh, Basim being the main character of it, like yes. it sounds like it's very much going to be continuing the story of Valhalla or at least filling in the blanks because mm. I think part of what Jason Schreier said is that we're going to be picking up with Basim kind of like in his earlier days before the events of Valhalla take place. So yeah, the whole thing with the timeline is interesting because um, a lot of people have latched onto the idea of 9th century Baghdad because based off when Basim is born. Um, but yeah, to sort of mention a few other things um, in relation to the Rift itself, apparently it started, like you said, as an expansion to Valhalla. Um, but to quote Shire's, Shire's old February report, um, Rift won't be a massive open world role playing game like previous recent entries instead it'll focus more on stealth gameplay so you kind of take that alongside the idea of setting something again in the middle east um and that feels like at least to me a, a very specific return to assassin's creed roots um and i quite like i was saying to you before we were recording i like the idea of basim being the dude um or the character that sort of like intertwines the old law and the new law like yeah. you've kind of got all the stuff with um the original you know you go you can go all the way back to 2007 all the stuff with um, Subject 16 and all the stuff with the Ancient Ones and all, all the stuff that was happening with them and then the Isu and whatever else. And then that sort of poignant shift in uh, Origins gameplay-wise. But it was Odyssey that really went hog wild with, you know, time travel and people hanging on to certain relics that would mean they could last forever and whatever. And then that was what got Basim into the future and he's talking to Layla. Um, Layla's then talking to Desmond <laughs> and it's like, I think that at some point they must have just taken a step back and gone, okay, how do we, you know, get our heads around potentially having some sort of character that can lead the next few games? Yeah. Um, and Basim feels like the dude who has, you know, he started as an original hidden one, um, which was from Assassin's Creed Origins. And it's like, this just seems to be the dude that you then hang a few things on. 
Listen, the story itself is nuts. You know, we were trying to figure out the story of Valhalla before we uh, started recording. And, and I played that game. That's it. I played that game. I've seen it to credits. You know, I know <laughs> this story. And yet it's become so convoluted over the years uh, that it's just kind of like hard to fully pick apart. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, for me, how Rift uh, kind of bridges the gap between Valhalla and Assassin's Creed Infinity. Like you said, mm. you know, Basim could be a character who kind of already blends the old Assassin's Creed, you know, Assassin's Creed 1, 2, and 3 style with the new Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, Origins, and now Valhalla. But how do we get from there to then whatever Assassin's Creed Infinity is going to be? Like, do we get any hints in Rift, or is that just going to be the end of this chapter and then whatever comes next comes next and reboots the whole thing again? Mm. I don't know if I can do with another Assassin's Creed reboot, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, just, like, leaving the story for a second, though. Like, the idea of Baghdad being the city uh, that's being the basis of this new game, though, that to me is interesting because for as much as I've loved um, cities in the Assassin's Creed franchise that I'm more familiar with, obviously Victorian London being the one as we're based mm. in the UK, what I used to love about the older Assassin's Creed games is that they would take a location or a time period that I didn't really know too much about and I don't really know much about you know, the history of Baghdad or anything like that. So, and what I love is when they kind of take something that you don't know, something that is more unknown maybe to players, and then kind of like fill in that history for you and give you an educational lesson as much as you're getting like a mad sci-fi story if that's that makes the, sense yeah that's one of the things that i've loved the most about um origins and odyssey did this and i think valhalla did too they had like museum expansion uh, patches yeah. put in where you could just walk through the whole level set and um, finding bits of information out like you said you could tour the pyramids and origins and stuff like that um i wonder though if they're going for you know maximum fan points and to, to be honest if they're gonna do maximum fan points it would be setting it in japan because that's yes. been the place that's been asked for for like 15 years now. Um, but I wonder if they're doing the stuff with Basim kind of in the modern day. I know he has access to the Animus and he's got access to um, like he's a reincarnation of like Loki or something. Yeah. <laughs> they can do whatever they need to do to get him into whatever time period they need to. Um, but I also wonder if because you tease the idea of a full on assassin in the modern day, if that then ticks the box of the thing that people were asking for way back at the very end of the original Assassin's Creed, back when we thought that Desmond was going to be the dude, um, which is what they initially led with, the idea of Desmond becoming the guy over time and becoming Assassin in the modern day, which was what Nolan North said was the plan. Yeah. Initially, it was a five-game plan um, that would end with Desmond in the modern day being an Assassin, jumping between rooftops, whatever. Um, and that was just so far thrown out the window. So I, I, know you, I don't think you are as up for that as me, but I like the idea of Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not just because I, I don't know. We got we got so many games that are set in you know modern day cities, mm. and we've even got other Ubisoft games that are set in modern day cities, and mm. they all play very similar. And when it comes to the end of Valhalla, I didn't get the vibe that they were setting up a modern day Assassin's Creed game. Obviously, mm. there's always going to be modern day kind of like levels or you know story beats and characters and whatnot. But you know, at the end of that game, he's still searching for what happened in the past to his um, children. Mm. In like like you said there, you know, he's kind of this reincarnation of Loki and it was the great catastrophe that happened when the world practically ended. You know, he's looking for answers in the past and I just think with that in mind, uh, they'll stick to having him jumping around all the time mm. periods to figure out what's happening, at least right now, at least for Rift. Maybe Assassin's Creed Infinity is the right. one that finally gives us, you know, that kind of present day Assassin's Creed game along with a bunch of other levels yes. and environments and stuff. But I think that'll be a little bit further down the line. Right. That's the thing is like how, yeah, that's the, that's always been the question with Assassin's Creed. Do you like the present day stuff or do you just like the locations to drop into? I always like the crazy sci-fi ridiculous present day stuff. Um, and as much as it's got absolutely carried away with itself at the minute, I do think that that's like a portion of Assassin's Creed's identity. That it, it, They're better games when you plug a little bit of that stuff in. Right. And so I think, you know, at the end of Valhalla, and I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure at the end of Valhalla, Layla stays with Desmond. She like stays with 
I mean, I know he's called the Reader, but it's like this weird entity that Desmond has become, whatever. Um, they're just like in sort of cyberspace, or they're in between time, they're in like another dimension. There is somewhere. Yes. And so that kind of means that you can't necessarily do a present day storyline bit with Layla. So I don't know what the other half of Rift's story is going to be. Um, and whether that, like I said, I don't know whether that works with Basimo. Maybe you have another new character in the modern day. I think other characters like uh, Sean are still around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe you could do something with that. Um, we should talk about Assassin's Creed Infinity because um, Shreya just says, you know, it's one of those games that will just... Because it's a long been teased as a games as a service type thing. Yeah. And it's kind of their excuse to just have some sort of hub world and plug various levels into it, which makes me think there'll be a, a hub space kind of like where Desmond and Layla are. And you'll just jump through, the, jump through different portals and go to different levels as many different ideas as Ubisoft can think of. Yeah, totally. I think you, yeah, I think you might be right there because you know <laughs> like, that definitely teased it at the end of Valhalla, and it's a mm. way, like you said, you know, to just go completely mad and connect all of these different biomes that Jason Schreier has mentioned. You know, all of these different types of experiences. I just hope that with Rift, you know, you mentioned that they are approaching it more like a classic Assassin's Creed game, not mm. this kind of big open world checklist fest a more focused stealth game i hope that proves that we could have those kind of more focused stealth experiences going forward and while i'm sure assassin's creed infinity will be home to like some of the biggest sandboxes ubisoft has ever produced <laughs> i hope with that kind of like live service um focus we can have both we can have yep. a kind of more classical assassin's creed experience alongside something as vast as a 150 hour experience like valhalla well see my thing i said to you before we were recording as well is that ubisoft always researched the living hell out of their game so i think they'll absolutely embrace the multiverse concept because i think they assume that the idea of a multiverse will be more set in stone right now because of the mcu in pop culture um, and things like you know the spider-man movie and everything then i would argue it is but i still think that's the card they'll play i think it'll be right. some sort of um coming from desmond's character of search because he was searching for the perfect timeline or something and it's like that could just be anywhere so you can do whatever you want um, but I agree with you. I like the idea of them um, doing multiple styles of Assassin's Creed games. I just wonder how much Ubisoft think that stealth is bankable. Like, obviously, they've greenlit the uh, remake of Splinter Cell, but whatever. I mean, I'm, nothing's been said about, you know, what the hell that thing even is, how close yeah. to its roots that thing is. Um, but whether or not they believe in stealth overall, because stealth as a genre is just barely a thing. There's like two or three stealth games every yeah, year. Yeah, man. I mean, even like the older Assassin's Creed games, and I really love those, you know, I'm mm. not kind of trying to slag them off or anything like that, but even that was a unique approach to stealth. <laughs> it wasn't yes. the classic Splinter Cell approach. I mean, the games didn't even have a crouch button for like five or six, you know, it point. Yeah. a long time for them to get kind of even some basic stealth mechanics, but they supplanted that with more unique ideas, you know, being on the rooftops, having the free running, blending into crowds, all of that stuff, you know, it was kind of more action focused in that way. But yeah, I think Ubisoft as a company, if I was just taking a kind of generalized guess, mm. do not think stealth is the money is any kind of money maker. You know, otherwise <laughs> we would have gotten a Splinter Cell that wasn't just a remake of the original games, and we would have got Assassin's Creed games that you know were more um, closer to the original titles rather than closer to a game like The Witcher and more focused on action RPG. Uh, in storytelling and stuff so yeah i i hope rift if it is more self-focused just kind of does prove that there's still a market for that kind of assassin's creed experience because i mm-hmm. do think there is for as popular as valhalla was for as popular as odyssey was there are kind of grumpy old men like you and i who uh, <laughs> love the original style and kind of are wishing for it to come back yeah no 
not totally. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have to assume that Rift is connected to Infinity in a narrative sense as well. I'm guessing that Basim opens up a literal Rift that allows him to do something with Desmond and Layla and access that whatever that becomes the Infinity thing that he sets off in motion and whatever. And maybe Rift is an example of the style of game that will plug into Infinity um, as a sort of smaller standalone type thing. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the direction Assassin's Creed is going in. What do you think of the idea of AC Rift going back to Baghdad as a return to the series uh, Origins? And what do you think of Assassin's Creed Infinity and what the living hell that thing's going to be? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.